This is Deserter. The podcast that says live, love, loaf. Yeah, loaf is a great word, isn't it? Uh, it not only suggests lounging about, but to me at least, hints at the promise of a ham sandwich. <laughs> Plenty of butter. Touch of mustard. Mm. Where were we? I don't know. <laughs> well, let's start again. Okay. Let's start again. This is Deserter. The podcast that says live, love, ham sandwich. <laughs> In today's show, we have what we fondly refer to as all the usual bollocks. With one important difference. We are doing it on the route of Crossrail, which opens today, Tuesday, the 24th of May. Yes, we propose to ride the entire South London section of the newly crowned Elizabeth Line from Woolwich to Abbey Wood. Yes, whereas previously we might have had to get another train or a bus or something, now we can get a train, which means more time in the pub, and that is progress. Uh, The Elizabeth Line, as many of you may already know, is Europe's largest construction project and runs from Abbey Wood to Woolwich before going on to somewhere known as North River. North of the river. Pardon? North of the river, not North River. Oh. Uh, that's kind of ruined it for me, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Well, anyway, we're starting in Woolwich, but before the big journey, a pint, I think. Uh, listener Chimpman has suggested we try the Elephant and Castle in right. Woolwich Market. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked at the Woolwich Crossrail site and was never quite brave enough to go in. That's funny because that's exactly what you said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and before, even before that, a pub quiz. Yes, we maybe we'll, we'll save the Elephant Castle for our return leg. Yes, um, because we are about to go to the nearest pub to the station. Yes, the new, the new station. station. Yeah, yeah. The purple um, station. Uh, yeah. Um, do you have any other clues about it, or is that it? I mean, well, that's a no, pretty big clue. That's a pretty big clue, yeah. I mean, it's one of the two pubs on, on the Royal Arsenal, uh, which, of course, is the where the, the Empire's munitions were made, and mm. that is now a home to lots of yuppies. Uh, the, pub, <laughs> the pub has a pile of cannonballs outside and a timepiece. Yes, and some guns. Yeah, and a kind of football statuette to Dial Square FC. Uh, do you remember? No one's There's ever something since. to do. I, 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 I remember Roxy telling me because she's she's Arsenal her on her TV team, of course. Yes. Um, she was telling me that they're South London's greatest ever team. <laughs> yes, she would. Yes, I'm regretting calling them uh, South London Giants in that piece <laughs> I did. Um, but yes, they were indeed very famous even before they betrayed South London <laughs> <laughs> and invaded North the North River. North River, yes. <laughs> Where are we? Here we are at the first pub of the day. Perhaps you can tell us where we are. We are at Dial Arch. Yes, indeed we are, yes. Having a very nice pint of Young Special, actually. Yeah. I'd forgotten uh, how, how nice a pint it is. We would normally go for the ordinary, because that's what our mothers told us we were. Yes. But in fact, it's nice to have a special. Yeah. Um, can I ask you a question? What the fuck have you been up to? <laughs> Well, of course, we went on a Pledges pub crawl. So we did. Um, have you recovered? <laughs> it did take some recovering from, I have to say. Uh, but then, of course, I was 
the last one to leave <laughs> for now <laughs> and lost my phone on the way oh. <laughs> any uh, idea yeah. how that happened yes i know exactly how it oh, happened oh yeah yes yes i was dropping the mistress off in the cab <laughs> and I, I was pissed and stoned and i was thinking i must put that phone in my pocket <laughs> and then when she had to get out of the cab i got out i heard a thunk and um and then uh, what that is and then 15 minutes later I was home and uh, thought oh I know what that is that was my phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe we should just point out that the mistress just just in case um mm. your 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 wife is listening oh. the, <laughs> the mistress is the uh, name for Phoebe yes for reasons no. we shouldn't go into Lady, uh, yeah lady self knows the mistress that's yeah that's for sure um yes so we, we went on a brilliant uh, pub crawl from uh, Royal Oak yeah. To the Lord Clyde, to the Rose and Crown, yeah. which was his pub. Three belters. Yeah. Um, met some great people from far and wide. Yeah. One from Boston, Massachusetts. Yes, that, that's Bill. quite a trip, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and also uh, Deb, who came from Loughborough. That's uh, right. And yeah. not read Deserter before. Yeah. Came across as an Unbound. Yeah. Liked the idea of the book. Saw that there was a loves a pub crawl. Yeah. And started reading the first book on the way to the pub crawl. <laughs> Amazing. That is brilliant. Yeah. Um, uh, if, in case you can hear any background noise, we seem to be in a deluge, don't yes, we? Yes. Um, which is very exciting, but maybe not good for audio quality. Yes. Sorry about that. Oh, we'll try and speak up. Yeah, no, it's a brilliant, uh, brilliant day. Uh, I had to take the following day off, naturally, yes. uh, to recover, uh, yeah. have a break. But um, it's lovely to see those people. Thanks to every, to yeah. everyone who came. Thanks for the book. Yeah, yeah. One person who couldn't make it that I would like to mention, uh, Peter Fellows, who, who missed oh, yeah. the first pub call because he was getting married on that day. Yeah. And he, did, he, 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 he only just missed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but he missed the second one because he was on another pub call. Um, so, Peter, if the marriage doesn't work out, we'll marry you. Yeah, exactly. It sounds <laughs> our type. <laughs> Now, I understand, Raider, you've been back to school. I have. I've been getting a qualification. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, GCSE? GCSE in a day. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been to beer school. Oh. Um, yeah, this is related to my impending uh, publicanness. Yes. Uh, and I went to Fuller's in Chiswick to spend a day learning about the craft of keeping cask and keg beer right sellers okay great yeah so it's about the seller stuff and yeah. doing the lines and uh i wasn't really looking forward to it because you know i don't really like sitting still mm. but when i got into the uh, classroom i couldn't help but notice there were five hand pumps and oh. a bar oh i thought this is actually going to be my type of classroom school's got better hasn't it school's got a lot better yeah. since i was there uh-huh and um, sure enough, by uh, by 10:30 a.m., I'm putting myself a pint of Hophead oh, under of instruction. Of course, yeah. Because <laughs> Fuller's have bought Hophead. Yes. They bought Dark Star. Yeah. Um, Bloody hell. I, so yeah, I mean, all in all, so it was. So you recommend school now? I do. I think it was really, it was really good. Value. I don't. I think it's like 120 quid for a day learning about beer, and you get you got a few drinks out of it. Mm, and, uh, mm. We actually did learn a lot. Yeah, I can't remember any of it yeah. now, but um, at the time <laughs> it seemed really interesting. Good, I'm uh, glad. I'm glad that you know it won't be just you know the shark guys that, that have, yeah. have the knowledge. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. We're spreading that around. Yeah. Oh, it was cool. me and James actually, the general manager. Okay. Uh, um, 
Brilliant. and we both got a qualification and uh, we're both very proud to say that we achieved a score of 97 <gasps> percent that's your highest score yet isn't it <laughs> well my, my driving instructor said um, uh, when i was 18 you could do my job you're better at it than i am wow wow <laughs> you shouldn't have said that no i didn't i failed three times <laughs> um, <laughs> right um what else have we got? Well, um, we, we've been proofing, haven't we? There's, uh, our, oh. um, oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> our, um, yeah, our, our books came back from the publisher, uh, proof yeah. copy. Uh, have you had a read yet? I, uh, yeah, I kind of uh, tipsily started scrolling through looking for mistakes, which is the idea. Yeah. But instead of reading it, I found myself just scrolling through looking at the pictures. Yeah. Emily's yeah. pictures. Yeah, me too. It was nice to see him again, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that kind of is reading at our age. I think, it, well, it's much easier than reading. It is. Whatever. Yeah. Looking is easier than reading, isn't it? Yeah. It's a lot of, I mean, if only we had more pictures. Yeah. I mean, only if it was all pictures. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we should do. Make a book with all pictures. What about like a, a, our third book could be a graphic novel? Hey, that's a that, that is actually a good idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah, and, and we could get to ask Mark Quilly. Mark Quilly is one of our listeners who's a graphic yes graphic uh, novelist or uh, uh, yes. Mark can do it. Yes, um, if you're listening, Mark, consider this a formal proposal. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really good think, idea for the trilogy because we have been struggling. I mean, one, at one point we were going to make it much more literary, weren't we? But mm. to make it less literary, yeah. well, I mean, the words will still be brilliant, but it'll be supplemented by Mark's excellent work. Yeah. Oh, this is genius. Okay, look out for a graphic novel. Yeah. Also, the, we could just rehash some of the old crap that nobody wanted to read before. <laughs> <laughs> The one, the, you know, the, you know the rejection pile. Yeah. Uh, Office alien. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Office alien. No one thinks about the logistics. <laughs> Forget the explosions. How many paper clips have we got? Yeah. Yeah. We're onto something there. Yes. You went to the theatre? I went to the theatre. Theatre. Is that the Theatre. Theatre. I thought it was theatre. 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 <laughs> I went there for a brilliant two and a half hours. <laughs> oh, was it a, a five hour show? They're very long ting, aren't they? Um, but yeah. I went to see To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, yeah. and, and it was brilliant. It was quite brilliant. Uh, you know, the time did fly by actually, because uh, yeah. Aaron uh, Sorkin did the stage play, uh, so it was it was funny as well as moving. And I, I just yeah. thought as a as a lesson to any writers out there, just because you're writing about rape, incest, and racism, don't be stingy on the laughs. <laughs> don't resist the gags. Never resist the gag. <laughs> um, I also had a little stroll out to. Uh, I had to go. Um, you know, I'm going to my daughter's wedding shortly. Yeah. Um, I had to buy some shoes, and I thought, oh. I, this cannot be the highlight of my afternoon. <laughs> so I was in Covent Garden. So I marched up to Sutton Arms. I'd never yeah. been there before. Clarkwell, Farringdon Way. Oh God! Because that, I heard they had like Colonel on. That's cars. right. That's right. Of course, they, they went in seconds. Yeah. yeah. But they had Verdant on cars or a collab anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous, extraordinary pub balance was restored yeah good glad to hear that mm. uh, how are the shoes gorgeous actually very happy really? with them yeah yeah, yeah. 
It's the yeah. first new thing you've bought for 10 years, isn't Pretty it? Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look forward to seeing them out in yeah, anger. Because they were second hand. Good, good lad, good lad. <laughs> Um, we've also been uh, busy with uh, with, uh, with some what you might call side projects, haven't we? You've, got, you've written, accidentally written another book. I've accidentally <laughs> written another book, yeah. You've accidentally uh, produced yeah. another album. Yeah, no, not yet. Not, oh, not, okay. not, no, no, I've just got, I've got a single from the album, uh, okay. I Invented Chill Out, uh, which, is, uh, <laughs> which is out now. Uh, and um, it's a collaboration with the poet Emily Harrison. Okay. And it's called... Uh, Posh boy. It's already had a bit of radio play. Has it? And uh, is currently bothering the lower reaches of the Slovenian spoken <laughs> word and poetry pop 100. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought we could um, play out with it at the end of the show. Oh, uh, don't don't worry, it's yeah. only 1 minute 57. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's going to be at the end of the show because I've been meaning to listen to it and still haven't got around to it. <laughs> Uh, and uh, your new book? Yes, uh, The Roaring Red Front is uh, taking pre-orders. I'll stick a link on the uh, uh, on the podcast page, but that's all done bar the dots and the I's and the T's. Yeah, um, so I mean, listen, regular listeners will know that you sort of disappear for uh, week, what, what ostensibly seem to be weekend breaks. Watching Egypt. football and yeah, drinking, yeah. yes. <laughs> Yes. But it was just work. It was just yes, research. Just, just work, yeah. 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 So it's been quite busy. And we also went to a charity evening, which is uh, not, yeah, sort not of like us. A, a, a memorial and charity evening, I suppose you might yes, call it. A memorial party for our good friend Andy Taylor, yeah. who uh, sadly passed away in the middle of a pandemic, which is, you know, it's typical of him to make it awkward for everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But it was lovely to have a celebration of his life. I mean, um, for me, he was like I met him. You know, he was he started life as a, as a client and then became a colleague and then latterly became a boss. Right. And yeah. uh, he was quite a pioneer, wasn't he, in digital media? Absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, that somewhere along in that journey, we became mates as well. So there's that sort of frisson of concern I think pro probably for both of us when, when one of us becomes the other one's boss mm. you know what I mean mm. uh, but I needn't have worried with Andy no. uh, that night uh, I mean, in fact the very night um, he became my boss we, we went to Shuttleworth and uh, met some Swedish girls which yes, you may remember I, I do remember I was escorting home at two in the morning when a car started to reverse over one of their feet mm. and uh, I took exception to this and swung a, a boot at the driver's door mm. at which point uh, all four doors opened and uh, four burly men got out and uh, they turned out to be uh, undercover police officers oh, I'd oh assaulted dear. an unmarked police car oh. uh, I was arrested, uh, taken I know not where mm. and jailed Mm, quite uh, right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, and I was kept in overnight. Um, so the next morning, I came out all disorientated. You know, they, they knocked on the door about ten thirty and said, "Look, no one's coming to process you. Process you. Fuck off out of it." Mm, mm. Um, so I came out. I didn't know where I was. <laughs> I mean, I saw a red bus, so I knew I was in London. And I thank God they've still got red buses. <laughs> uh, turned out I was, I was in Marylebone, so I got a bus to work. And uh, for, for meeting with some quite important clients that I was now 40 minutes late for mm. with Andy Taylor, my new boss, <laughs> <laughs> that day. Oh. 
So I walked in and I said, uh, sorry, Andy, uh, I've been in prison. And he said, don't worry about it. It all adds to the legend. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, what a guy. What, what a, a guy, yes. Lovely story about Andy Taylor there. Uh, funny because I have been I was listening on uh, Radio 4 uh, to, um, to Nazaline, the uh, lady who was uh, jailed in Iran for six years. For, for, for something yes. So, yeah, very similar. Very similar tale. Yeah. Very similar tale. Yeah. yeah. Um, and his... Uh, Charity, the Andy Taylor Foundation, uh, aims to drive diversity in digital media for unrepresented, yeah. uh, less represented uh, people. Not you, Folgsy. <laughs> <laughs> He's after a gig, is he? <laughs> I've done that one before. Right. Um, what have we got on the news? Pub and beer news up, up first. Yeah. Can we have a Shirkers Rest update? A Shirkers Rest update. Our new micro pub for New Cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Um, we had a painting party at the weekend. Oh yeah. There's a little bit too much painting and not enough party for me, <laughs> um, which is always a concern with those things. But um, it looks lovely and resplendent in green forest okay. green alright yeah won't be able to see me in this jacket <laughs> uh, meanwhile James and Pete have been cracking on with the joinery and the big news is there's beer in the cellar Whoa. oh yeah and quite a lot of it uh, we've got no bar no pipes or glasses but there's beer in the cellar okay yeah. bring a straw bring a straw bring a straw bring, bring two bring two mm. um and I don't wish to preempt crisp news, but uh, I have ordered some slabs. Hey, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, it's a serious bar. I didn't go for the. Uh, I didn't go for roast beef. No. I went for beef roast. Oh. Come on, that's what they call them, and that's what we're having. Oh, um, so yeah, still a full steam ahead, and we'll be doing some trial openings at the beginning of June. So oh. look out on social media. Follow the Shirkers Rest on uh, wherever you get your news yeah yeah i've given up saying i'm not really involved i just say yeah i'm opening a pub now you know yeah. and when they say so when's it opening that's always the, the question yeah, yeah. And i just said well i've done everything i can it's up to the rest of the lads now <laughs> oh it's so good it's so good it just gives me so so much sucker hearing how you played this it's just genius um in related news uh, me and pompey met uh, lydia wood with regard to seeing if she would like to exhibit some of her drawings in our upstairs room. Oh, right. Uh, this is Lydia Wood, who you can find on Lydia Wood Drawings on Instagram. But Lydia Wood, you may recall, quit her job in an, in an attempt to draw every pub in London. What That's a her hero. goal. She's, a, she's like a god. Yeah. She's like a god. Yeah. Um, and it's lovely to meet her and see some of her absolutely wonderful drawings. And it was interesting chatting to her. I mean, I suppose it's obvious, but she was saying the best sellers are the best pubs. So, yes, so the Blyfield Tavern yes. does very well. Uh-huh. You know, but um, it's not to do with uh, whether the building's beautiful. No. Although many of them, many of them are. Yeah. It's to do with how the affinity people have with their pubs. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, follow, worth, worth a follow on Insta, Lydia Wood Drawings. And Ooh. also, um, hopefully, you'll be able to see them upstairs in the Shirkers at some stage. Great, yeah. 
Um, what, uh, what, about, what about other pubs? Are there other any other pubs? pubs? Yeah, there are other pubs, yeah. Um, I see there's a, a new one opening, a new rooftop bar mm. opening in Catford, in Rushy Green, called uh, Fairy Top Garden Zoo. Fairy Top Garden Zoo? Yes. Okay. Uh, Spiantic, obviously. Yeah, oh, good. Um, so it's, it's going to be great and presumably closed down in its prime. So enjoy, <laughs> enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love the idea of a sunset bar, I must admit. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish we hadn't got a uh, tiny, dark, enclosed bar on a main road with no outside space now. But we need to make it work at the circus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we can always go to New Corsairs, don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, I saw that a new, there's a new tap room in Elephant Castle called the Low Line. Oh, did you come? I, did I didn't you see come that? No, that. I don't know anything about it okay. other than it's there. We must explore and it. We must explore it. Yeah. And while I'm on it, there's, an, there's the other. Um, would you? Uh, I don't know if it's a tap room. It's like the drinking space of a bottle delivery company, Craft Metropolis, is now open in Loughborough Junction. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's now open as well. I might Great. try and go there tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I mean tonight? Maybe tomorrow night. Mm. Anyway, this is irrelevant. You don't care what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, oh, there's also news of a dead pub, uh, the Crown and Scepter, uh, at the top of Brixton Hill. Oh, on the uh, South Circular. Yeah, one of the, uh, one, one. the the seven jewels of the South Circular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are going to, to walk um, the South Circular for a holiday, as mm. we did, yeah. uh, you're now going to have to go all the way from Clapham to... Live? It's no, a long stretch. It's a it? long old stretch. Tulse Hill. Yeah. yeah. Tulse is where we where we overnighted. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go to Tulse Hill. That's yeah. right. You have yeah. to push on to Tulse Hill where you yeah. can overnight. Okay. Um, the Crown and Scepter. Latterly, it was a spoons. Yeah. Uh, well, and then and then very lately it sort of reopened after they decided to shut it. Someone else opened it, but now uh, Brixton Buzz reports it's it's closed for good. Oh, well, shame. Which is a real shame because that was. The, <laughs> I don't know if you remember uh, Moose uh, had a flat near there on Brixton Hill and uh, after a few drinks, I can't remember who was there now, four or five of us, we were walking down Brixton Hill from the Crown and Scepter to his flat and there were a load of fire engines outside mm. and I said to Moose, I bet that's your flat on fire. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> really? <laughs> he burned down his aunt's beautiful flat. No. Yeah. She never spoke to him again. It was all beautiful panels. And he, um, I said, cheerio, mate, I've got to go. I'm not that sort of friend. And he went upstairs to uh, be confronted um, with a fireman holding two of his soaking wet porn mags <laughs> in his bedroom. Yeah, so he'd left some sort of candles going with a hanging thing. I mean, honestly. What, for his porn mags? <laughs> That's how the fire started. Oh, um, goose. Uh, moose, moose. It was moose, actually. Oh, it was moose. Oh, it, it was wasn't moose. goose. No. Oh, apologies, goose. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might, and, and to your lawyers. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah, sad to see that go. Mm, um, yeah. But the story will live on. Indeed, yeah. Uh, you had a couple of other beer, beer updates? Yeah, um, Pressure Drop, you know the North London Brewers? Yeah. They've gone to a four day week for all permanent staff uh, with no loss of pay. Yeah. Excellent. Take Although I agree with that only if it leads to no loss of production. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. probably won't really. really. No. I mean, most of us can do five days 
of whatever we do in four. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe an afternoon. <laughs> um, yeah, well done, pressure drop. Um, and yes, uh, make beer not war. This was a, a legend written by a, a pilot of a light a aircraft in Poland. Uh, the, uh, he, he drew the words uh, with his flight path, which was being mm. you know, watched by mm. uh, Flight Radar 24, um, uh, from, setting up from Poznan to write uh, Make Beer Not War. And, and, and it took him four hours and was seen by dozens of plane spotting nerds. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it made the internet, so it's, yeah. you know, you know, people have heard about it. Yeah. Nice I, remind me, some, someone's um, put up a huge sign that you can only see from the air, uh, near Gatwick, Gatwick Airport that says, mm. Welcome to Luton. I <laughs> 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 oh, thought it was it. a very useful uh, use of time. Yes, brilliant, well done. Crisp news? Crisp news, come on, baby. Yeah. Bring it on, bring it on. I spotted uh, this on... Oh, are we going to do the uh, flavour tasting? Let's do yeah, some, some flavour Because tasting. we couldn't do all of Ned's ones from last... It's too much, Ned. Too yeah. much. Yeah, we've, we've had got, to... We've got uh, Adnan... We're kind of melding beer news and crisp news because we've got Adnan's Southwold Ghost Ship Citrus Pale Ale Crisps. Unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> it's almost like we're prescient in our, <laughs> uh, our news items. Here we I go. really Here can't, can't wait. <laughs> Let's have a little taste of that. Mm. Mm. I see what he means. You can taste some hop there, you can't can you? can taste a little bit of hop. Mm. Mm. Very, very heavily coated as well, which I admire mm. in a crisp. Yeah. Bit of dancosity. Very good, yeah. Mm. Everyone's covered. I mean, when mm. I have my regular walk with smoky bacon at home, mm. you get like, I would say, six or seven heroes, I'd call them, which are drenched in mm. the special flavour. Yeah. And then you get a few that just have missed out somehow. They must Bit be on the even. edges. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, thanks for those, uh, Ned. They are delicious. Mm. Um, and now on to Japanese black crisps. Um, what? We haven't, got, we haven't had these, but I've seen them on, on YouTube. Mm. Um, in Japan, crisps, crisps can be black due to the use of bamboo charcoal powder. Mm. Um, they look like crispy black pudding. Uh, consequently, if you're going to Japan, yes please. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, Get some of those. Um, I uh, did write a post recently um, for Deserter. Of all things, I haven't done that for a while. Yeah. A history of crisps. Oh, that was great, yeah. Loved it. Um, but a spotter's badge goes to Emma Stump, who noted that I, I, when I wrote smoky bacon potatoes as, as my favourite. Potatoes? Um, yeah. Yeah. That uh, I'd used smoky with an E, mm. which suggested the original Irish crisp manufacturer, potatoes. There's Because there's two. Mm. One in Ireland, one in Northern Ireland. The okay. one we get in the Blythefield Tavern is from Northern Ireland. Okay. They hate each other. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I, no, that's not true. They don't hate each other. But people feel very strongly about one or the other. And mm. Emma, Emma was like, you know, if you're buying the, um, the proper potatoes from Tandragee, um, then uh, it, it doesn't have an E. 
Yeah. It's just, yeah um, but, you know, people from the Republic are very much like those are not real Tato's. Oh. So they're both called Tato? They're both called Tato. Jeez, and that's allowed, is it? Yeah, because one's Irish and one's Northern Irish. Okay. One's essentially... Mm. Which one owns Tato World? I think that must be in the Republic, don't Yeah. You? It is in the Republic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yes... Um, so you, you inadvertently um, started set the, the Irish against each other? Yeah, uh, so, yeah, 23 years of peace. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, the Good Friday Agreement fucked <laughs> um, there is some better news isn't there about um, Tato's for mm. you personally mm. yes Goose got in touch didn't he yes um, Tato occasions I mean go on yes <laughs> <laughs> he described this um, snack as frazzles meets Tato bacon oh they are bacon flavour bacon fries <laughs> I mean I'd be disappointed if the bacon fries weren't bacon flavour yeah. but nonetheless double mm. bacon yeah but they're made with the tato bacon flavour yeah he's coming over tomorrow That's I think he might be in luck yeah right. yes um, <laughs> I might have a dinner party <laughs> um, what else have we got I've, oh Je- Jez Hancock's Lays uh, I was going to talk about that's not a reference to his sexual conquests um, good though I'm sure he does very well particularly with his crisp knowledge um, Jez is also becoming something of a regular contributor uh, and, and he was telling us about um, you remember uh, after Tato's trolling of the nation with mm. their avocado flavoured mm. April, April Fool yeah uh, he points out that the that Lay's have a, a, a Pringles alike crisp uh, that actually do do an avocado flavour no yeah <laughs> and what's more I think you'll like this. They also do a sweet potato and coconut flavour. <laughs> Game's gone. <laughs> and a yam flavour. To which really? he says, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Um, so thanks for those, uh, Jez. Uh, listener Byron uh, put me on to the Chips Connoisseur oh, yeah. on Instagram. Mm. Um, obviously he's an American as he's calling them chips but he does seem pretty thorough mm. and he for example he was extolling the virtues of Tato's mm-hmm. but what struck us was his self-proclaimed qualification he has a B-chips ons it's better what? than a B-chips ons I've got a GCSE from beer school that's one thing mm. but this guy has got a bachelor of chips <laughs> <laughs> For which you need to study for three long years. Wow. Um, it wouldn't be Chris News without Ned and some of his latest uh, mad flavours. Thank you very much, Ned Lee. Uh, he's come up with some of these. I mean, he's come up with these. Let's just listen. Italian red meat flavour. Slightly vague, but yeah, like it. R- roasted garlic oyster flavour. Wow. Where's he finding these things? I mean, if, if he wasn't sending pictures, I'd be tempted to think he was making them up. Mm. But they're mm. each accompanied with a, fi- a picture. Roasted garlic oyster flavour. I mean, I would. Mm. Mm. Um, meanwhile, Dan Simpson claims that Lay's bolognese flavour is the new king of crisps. Yeah? Yeah, bolognese flavour. Yeah, no, I'd go for that. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, and Dr. Dick Dixon spotted Lay's pulled pork and mustard flavour on the Charlton Road. Yeah. Pulled pork and mustard. Lay's are really going for it, aren't they? I yeah, mean, they, yeah. They are really, they're not stopping. They're not resting on their laurels. No. As no. Golden Wonder once did. Yes. Now look at him. Um, Invest in Lay's, yeah, is that what you're saying? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they peaked. Maybe they peaked. Uh, and finally, Goose, um, of course. And thank you for drawing my attention to a story in the Metro about a mutant crisp. Huh? This is a story of a guy who found a giant potato crisp. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to read it in full, so okay. I think it's worth it. Michael Lanford thought he was dreaming when he pulled out the massive snack this week. The peckish 44-year-old had been craving a midnight snack and reached for a cheese and onion bag of Snackrite crisps he'd bought from Aldi. But one crisp unearthed from the packet just, in his words, kept going and going. (laughs) (laughs) It was the length of the packet. I thought I was dreaming, said Michael, an online shop owner from Poole who decided to hang on to the crisp rather than satisfy his hunger. It is, to be kept, it is being kept in a safe place ahead of his plans to auction it off and give the proceeds to charities helping Ukrainian refugees. <laughs> it's been a successful year, the article goes on to say, for larger-than-usual potato-based <laughs> foods. Back in August, 26-year-old Sam Lightfoot was the lucky finder of a four-inch-long hula hoop. <laughs> Some of us are just born lucky. <laughs> The crisp was eight times the usual length and only just fit inside the packet. <laughs> Proud Sam said he would keep it forever and hand it down through the family. <laughs> oh, oh, that's beautiful. Uh, there's more. <laughs> oh, no. Can't be. Meanwhile, an oven chip. <laughs> Measuring 7.5 inches in length was also discovered last year. <laughs> Frank Smith, 77, found the supersized snack, decided it would be far too hard to part with such a special find. I'm never going to eat it, he said. <laughs> I keep it in its own little space in the top shelf of the freezer. It's a prized possession. <laughs> oh, that's sensational. Oh, best laugh since breakfast. Um, <laughs> okay, on to other news maybe? Yeah. Um, I hate to leave crisp news. We've got a, we've got a Young's van uh, trying to unload, but I think we're all right. Okay. Um, other news. Yes, yeah, sad news. Dennis Waterman, uh, who you, of course, would know, mm. you, older viewers will know, mm. uh, from Minder and The Sweeney. And um, younger viewers, if they watch ITV4 at 3.30. Yes. Um... <laughs> Yes, he. he uh, I mean, I assume he's a big hero of yours because he liked to sing the theme tune and and, and write the theme tune and. And. <laughs> I didn't like him because he was a wife beater. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he. Um, you ruined it for me now. Sorry, mate. I thought you must have known. No. It was all revealed oh. in an interview some half dozen years ago about him and oh, Rita Lenska. Okay. She right. was too good at arguing for him. Oh. That's better when okay. it's easy to make a, uh, a man hit a woman, he said at some point. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it all wrong. Keep it light. Keep it yeah, light. Yeah, keep it light. Well, I mean, I think, okay, the guy's a cunt. <laughs> um, uh, um, but, 
I was going to say that he spent his retirement in Spain, and I quote, doing absolutely nothing. Really? You know, which I, I'm just lazing around in the sun. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would ordinarily well, wish uh, it had uh, gone on longer, but um, fuck you, you wife beating twat. Taking <laughs> quite a dark turn, this, yes. this segment, hasn't it? Yes. Should we get to find... see if it makes the edit? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, on a lighter note, mm. magic mushrooms can help you understand Bitcoin. <laughs> um, uh, this is according to Christian Angermeyer, uh, who's a billionaire investor. Mm. Uh, he took them in 2015 in the Caribbean, uh, where it's legal. Um, and it gave him the insight to understand crypto. Mm. Um, uh, so, yeah, it, uh, it's worth a try if you want to get into cryptocurrencies or just converse with a plant pot. Yes. Um, when we took it, uh, uh, it turned a little into a magnificent crystal castle of dreams. Mm. Mm. That was brilliant. Um, okay, uh, what have I got? i got a little bit on the old... Uh, have you ever tried axe throwing? I haven't. No, I'm considering it right now, though. <laughs> um, this is the story that uh, York Council are to rule on whether to allow alcohol at an axe throwing centre. Um, yeah, uh, there is axe throwing in some pub in London, I believe. Really? Mm. Well, in, in this one, police and the, and, and the council are against the idea due to the risk of harm to staff and other customers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas Torsten the Wild of Tadcaster says, <laughs> look, <laughs> there's always going to be a risk with an axe throwing centre. If the worst does happen, Consider the anaesthetic power of ten pints. No one's <laughs> thinking about that. <laughs> um, and then uh, in another uh, article that caught my attention, um, the Times reports that the only sales still rising despite rampant inflation are those of cigarettes and alcohol. <laughs> Uh, hardly surprising, perhaps, as we all turn to fags and booze to numb the pain of Brexit, war shortages and 12 years of being ruled by mendacious toffs. But <laughs> the point is, if you're not doing your bit to keep the economy afloat, get down the offy mm -hmm. and make a contribution. That's right. Shall we? we, we uh, we're going we're gonna... to... Go on to our next pub on the purple train of the Elizabeth Line. Yeah, um, is it worth talking a little bit? I've got some fun facts about the Elizabeth Line. Me too. Oh, excellent. Let's let's I'm do. Here because you love, not because you get something for the love you say it is there. Right, my dread. Okay, well let's do let's do some uh, fun facts about Elizabeth Line. I mean, people, people. When I said that we were riding the uh, this new branch of the tube, as I call it, uh, today, they were very excited. Uh, yes, and they're reminded of the uh, great train journeys we've we've ridden in the past, mm -hmm. including. Uh, Can you pass pass the axe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit of old Woolwich. Mm. 
Um, yeah, they were reminded of when we rode uh, from London Bridge to Charing Cross. Do you yes. remember that? Yes, um, of course. We were very unlucky that day because we got the stopper, didn't we? So <laughs> we had to stop at Waterloo East. But that was a magnificent journey with, mm. and we feasted like kings. Yeah. Um, I only hope we'll be so fortunate today. And we've only got one stop. But, um, he, he, yeah, unfortunately, uh, I understand there is no bar or trolley service. No? No. What's the point? That was one of my fun facts. It's oh. not that fun, is it? No. No, so we're going to have to stock up. Yeah. Uh, if, it, if indeed, it, as uh, our stated aim is to become the first people to ride the South London section of Crossrail drunk, <laughs> is to come true. <laughs> we're going to have to get drunk first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing all right. Hmm. <laughs> um, and then we'll, we'll have some fun facts and then we'll tee up the um, quiz two. <laughs> What's he doing? He's, he's blowing it? his flute. Yeah. <laughs> uh. um, okay, yeah. Uh, should we swap fun facts? Okay, all right. Having taken more than 80 years to build, it has cost considerably more than a round of drinks in the Watson General Telegraph, East Dulwich. <laughs> I was going to say, yes, it's cost £19 billion, but I think it's worth it to be able to get from Woolwich to Abbey Wood in four minutes. Mm. Um, still, £9.5 billion per station does seem excessive. Yes, it does. Well, what about North River? Eh? North River. goes to North, goes to North River Harbour. Oh. Three stations. Oh, right, OK. Mm. Yeah. Crossrail is named after how other railway lines feel about this line <laughs> hogging all the limelight. <laughs> Uh, it's taken 12 years to construct after 35 years of planning. Uh, so I hope that makes you feel better about your to-do list. <laughs> uh, the 320-mile journey from Clacton-on-Sea in the east to Ilfracombe in the west will have its journey time, <laughs> journey time reduced from 7 hours 55 minutes to 7 hours 45 minutes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, have you run out? I've run I've out. I've got a couple more, you mm, see. I've got go, a couple go. more. I've been very busy. Mm. Uh, Abbey Wood in the southeast, at the southeast end, is of course where the Beatles recorded many of their seminal albums. <laughs> uh, the line is coloured purple on maps after the aubergine emoji, <laughs> said to be the Queen's favourite. Is that right? That's right. I mean, if Prince was going to have a, a, <laughs> yes, a rail line. I thought it was going to be Prince, but it's mm. not. No, it's no. It's the mm. aubergine, imagine. She loves Prince. <laughs> Prefers him to the Beatles. I mean, th this this last one might you might consider it contradictory, but if you don't think about it too hard, it okay. isn't. Um, Crossrail is to be called the Elizabeth Line after Queen Elizabeth I, the English warrior queen who famously defeated the Romans at Agincourt, <laughs> finally getting the recognition she so richly deserves. And it's been a few hundred years, isn't it? <laughs> History does make us thirsty though, doesn't it? So we do need to get to uh, pub number two. Absolutely. So should we do a little pub quiz for yeah. the next one? Yeah. Um, the next pub is the chief beneficiary of the Elizabeth Line. <laughs> well, I, I, the, the Dial Arch isn't doing too badly. It's not doing too badly. Yeah, is it? but it yeah. is at the end of the line, yeah. End of the line, yeah. No one's been there before. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. It's a green tiled pub and it featured in uh, Today South London, Tomorrow South London, 
yes, as the last did. pub uh, in the Venice of the Southeast yeah. chapter. On your nature, it was your nature afternoon with Rockley, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah we, we, had, we enjoyed the garden there. We, I mean, I've been there with you before as yeah. well. And, uh, but it's had a, it's had a makeup. It's a bit, a bit different now. We shall see. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> For one English pint, where are we going? Okay, so we've left Dial Arch and we're walking 30 paces to the new Woolwich station. I'm trying not to get excited, but I am a little bit excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, we are a nation of train spotters, we are a nation as you were saying in the labs just yeah, earlier. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, all, the, all the buildings turned purple last night in London. <laughs> it was on the, on the national news. It's insane, isn't it? It's absolutely insane. Uh, but here we are at Elizabeth Line. It reminds me of, more than anything, I would say, a tube station. <laughs> Not a tube. <laughs> now, come with us, if you will, into the bowels of Woolwich. Some people with some giant purple hands going the way, which is nice, isn't it? It's a nice touch. Should we walk down? Because it's not a ride, is it? We're on the escalator. Uh, I'm not really a... I'm a walker. Some people stand there like it's a ride. They're not from London. Abbey Woods. Hi. Would you like to say a few words? Can you, is there a buffet bar on board? Sorry? Is there a buffet bar on board? Like a trolley service? Nothing. Okay. Thank you very much. Please allow passengers to come off this train before boarding this train. No. Did, did you hear there's nothing on board? No, no buffet. No buffet. Get the tins out because we've got to get drunk in four minutes. Get the pork pies out, get the pork pies out. Here we go, here we go. That is delicious. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it does make you feel kind of proud to have a uh, you know, bit of tube in South London. It's, it's rare. This country. How much did it cost again? 19 billion, is it? Put a little bar in, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, we've got something to keep us going. You are now riding live on the South London branch of the Elizabeth Line. On the purple train. Purple train, purple train. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, what's going on? Because I've only had one bite. We come out of the tunnel. With oh no. We're here. <laughs> that was it. That's it. That's what we paid eighteen billion pounds for yeah, in yeah, South yeah. London. Yeah, money well spent. <laughs> okay, welcome back. Uh, that was quite an experience. Yes. We're, we're sitting in the uh, sitting in the pub by Crossroads Station, which we shall reveal to you in a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was remarkable that after all that money, we still had to stop outside the station for a little bit. Yeah, classic. 
Uh, would you say it's your favourite line? Well, probably. I mean, I've always wanted to uh, go to Abbey Wood in, in four minutes rather than four and a half minutes <laughs> it used to take from uh, on the uh, on southeastern trains. So I think, yeah, for money. £19 billion, pounds, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, money well spent. As we, as that's the chorus of the day. It was interesting to see that there were a few uh, train spotter types oh, definitely, at yeah. Abbey Wood uh, yeah. taking films and videos and photos of the trains. And not just um, us. We, we, we've come to the pub. Yes. Uh, and um, which pub... Are we in, Vinny, having we, teed it up? We are, of course, in the Abbey Arms, yeah. which is transformed since we were here last. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unrecognisable. There's a little uh, sign outside saying Crossrail Party today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not many people in here, to be fair. Mm. But um, you can see the pub from the uh, station. Yes. Which which it's a lovely touch. Yes. A lovely touch. Um... Okay, uh... You're a bomb-dosser. You've got three contenders this time around. Yeah, I mean... Okay, the first one was actually on a a cartoon and it caught my eye uh, about a lazy patient. Um, So, yeah, this guy wakes up in hospital and the doctor says, you've been in a coma for two years. And he says, just five more minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very good. And uh, this one was originally in the social media scene because that's where I saw it. But mm. it is more of a bum dosser. This was Yvonne, mm. who uh, sent us some, oh, who uh, tweeted some cooking tips: put pasta in large bowl, boil kettle, and pour water over pasta. Cover with plate, pour a large chardonnay, and walk away for ten minutes. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can imagine a lot of Italian listeners switching off. <laughs> <laughs> and I might be with them. Oh, no, yeah, well, why not? Go for it, yeah. I mean, this is the bum dosser section. It's not, it it's not the deserted kitchen. No. Although it's very similar. They were very good days, weren't they? Mm. Yeah. No one's commissioned us since the disaster with the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shouldn't have fired it frozen. <laughs> um, uh, and lastly, Karl Marx. Mm. Uh, it's not really about anyway. him being a, uh, a bum dosser, but his description of it. He says, he said, for the worker, life for him begins where activity ceases, at the table, at the tavern seat, in bed. Yes. He's quite right. Absolutely. And he liked to pint. He liked did. to pint in South London as well. Yes. Um, yeah, the, the end of labour is leisure, as mm. Aristotle said. Yeah. Just a couple of years before him. <laughs> I understand. Mm. Um, yeah, so, who's your winner? I'm going to go for Yvonne, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's so. Just, it's, so. It's so dirty and wrong. Mm. She knows it's wrong, yeah. we know it's wrong, mm. but she's got a glass of wine. <laughs> mm. Come on, then. Um, Yvonne, you know what you are? You're a bomb dosser. What, what, what time is it? What time is, is it? it? Is it? <laughs> it can't be. Is it? No. Is it already? Can, it's the scene. The social media scene. Can we get the social media scene in before the deluge? <laughs> There's Shit a it. very dark cloud above our head. There is. I, not, did, I don't know. I mean, not figuratively. We should literally. Move live. Well, let's start. Let's start. I've yeah. only got a couple actually. Okay. Weirdly. Yeah. Um, Adele and boyfriend Rich Paul move in together bellowed uh, OK magazine recently. 
Uh, I'm pro- sorry to hear that because we we had some connection with the Dells previous. We did, time. Simon. Yeah. Um, and this prompted Scott Innes to muse on uh, Twitter that Rich Paul sounds like the nickname of the guy at the pub who won a tenner on a scratch card in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and then, uh, finally, secondly, and finally... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd like to do a shout out to the St Albans Girl Guides uh, who have introduced a new badge that can be achieved. Mm. Uh, the Chippy Hike. Chippy Hike? Yeah. This is Tell Ed, me more. Ed Holloway took to Twitter to say, massively proud of my daughter, who has just received a badge for, checks notes, walking to a nearby chip shop and eating some chips. <laughs> There's a picture of the badge, the chippy hike. Oh. Um, and um, as Emma Stump suggested, surely the pub crawl badge cannot be far behind. No. Come on, you girl guides. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think we better wrap up there due to our extended uh, train ride. Thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm. I've been the Dulwich Raider. And uh, I've been the other one. <laughs> Um, I have an alter ego as well, Andrew Grumbridge, oh, yeah. uh, who has released this song that we, we, we teed up at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's available on Spotify or wherever you get your music, uh, um, and it features the Hackney poet Emily Harrison and a poem from her early collection, I Can't Sleep Because My Bed's On Fire, which is published by Burning Eye Books. And before we hear it, I just want to take you back to the early days of university where you encountered posh people for Mm. the first time. Right, yeah. Uh, So this is Posh Boy by Andrew Grumbridge and Emily Harrison. Great, look forward to it. I want you to show me an appropriate occasion to wear stilettos where the room assumes you are sleeping with me simply because you allowed me in it. I want you to take me to the kind of restaurants where you order bread for the table, and by British stoicism alone you will force my chair to shift from one foot to the other. You are the kind of boy I would be too embarrassed to make a homemade gift for. and take it, sink my NHS teeth into your venison, spill cheap Chardonnay on those corduroys. You are the kind of boy I would lie to about everything.